The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. I, I almost went French there for a second. We're second. three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs and bad ideas and broken bones. Je peux pas. Est-ce que je peux aller aux toilettes, s'il vous plaît? Your tabernacle, your dirty tabernacle. We are three Canadians speaking right now. Do you think our, our listeners who are, I, I mean, I see our demographics are primarily from the U.S. Do you think they have any idea mm. what you just said, Chris? Yes. Mm, the cultured ones, probably. Hard, yes. The cultured ones. You think so, Jim? <laughs> That's the only people that listen to this shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Chris, what, what, what are we doing today? What? Uh, so, we are doing part, what part are we on, man? It seems like we've been at this for a while. We're on, we're on part five. Part Jesus part five. Louises. We are on part, part five. Part five. Yeah. And, and what... Uh, Part five of what, Chris? Of Jackass 3D. There you go. The movie. <laughs> ah, yes. Sweet. Jackass. See, Mike, uh, Mikey was a little bit. You see, Mikey's a little bit kinder this time after I went off on him the other time. So he's just like, okay, I'm going to. Uh, no, I Is still feel kinder. I, I still feel okay. completely justified in 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 going after you. I, I, I there's zero regrets <laughs> there. I was, you know, what I was like editing last week's episode yeah. and listening to the number of arguments that you and I got into, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still side with myself. I don't feel like I was dragging the conversation down into the mud. I, I take my side once again on on everything that we were talking about. Felt pretty good mm. that I finally uh, uh, voiced my my concerns about you and your your poor podcasting habits. Yeah, I mean you could feel a certain way it doesn't mean you're right you're definitely wrong so yeah whatever. but i feel right you know jay how's your week been last so week, far <laughs> it was, last week was a shit show my week's been good thanks for asking hey uh i think the listeners just want to hear us talk about the the fucking movie should we do that sure. or you guys got something else to get off your chest i actually do have one small thing to get off my chest <laughs> because there's something stuck on my chest just like bam's is that, hand is it that other guy's dick that's I don't know. I just, I tried that other I'm guy. Sorry. Go ahead. No, Jay, it's those yep. other guys. Um, oh yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> it was a party last sorry. night. No. Uh, t- speaking of getting things off my chest, cause I had a hand super glued to my chest a la, uh, Viva La, uh, Bam Margera and, and, uh, and Phil. The reason I make that reference is because Chris, you put a question out to the, to the listeners after the episode where they were playing super, playing some super mighty glue. Tell me we got the, a response. We did get a response. It was about huffing glue. And and your question was like, is there a range of glue huffing? Is there like the classy glue huffing versus like the black tar heroin of glue huffing? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Joe, a long time listener, um, he reaches out to us and says, hey, guys, I've been listening to your podcast this morning and the discussion of huffing glue piqued my interest. I thought I'd chime in. Um he says it all started quite innocently enough in the first grade while using Ember- Elmer's glue for a holiday themed art project. I accidentally smeared some glue in my hand, but didn't know it until it dried. Once I realized that it dried on me, I peeled it off uh, in one complete f- flake. Uh, I applied more glue to the back of my hand quite liberally, uh, peeled that off then repeated the process over and over again for months. All the while I was beginning to enjoy the sweet and mellow aroma of glue in second grade. He began working with wood glue. No longer could I apply. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This guy can't understand the French that we were talking earlier. <laughs> they're giving him, they're giving him wood glue in second grade. That's, honestly, what maybe he was, he was like a prodigy. He was like, uh, oh, uh must have been. And, and he was making these crazy designs in shop class just because he was huffing glue, like, a, like, like Jimi Hendrix doing acid and then making a guitar riff. Uh, he says the aroma was entirely, intoxicating i'd sit in my 18 pajamas pitying the fools who didn't sniff wood glue for hours on end several years later super mighty glue entered my universe i learned it provided a nice finish to several hours of huffing gold spray paint out of a brown paper bag in the garage the experience was so divine that hours days passed where i wasn't even sure where i was or if i was dead or alive um and he says these days he tips his hat to the uh covenanting uh with liquid adhesives without a doubt the younger generation deserves it far more than he does huffing glue made him the man he is today wow thanks for responding my friend a little positivity on the podcast yeah positivity about his rampant glue addiction he (laughs) really whitewashed that whole thing yeah (laughs) come on hey we got an answer i knew someone would be able to be there for us and if you have answers about huffing glue or anything else about the podcast you can email them to jackasspod at gmail.com Thank you for sharing. That was delightful. I hope you're doing all right. Uh, 
<laughs> Jay, he can't that. understand you. Don't talk to him. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's dead now, probably. Well, how? Yeah, I'm wondering who wrote that letter now. Like, <laughs> I had to dictate that to somebody. <laughs> it's very eloquent for someone who's been huffing bruise since, since uh, grade one. I actually had to rewrite it. it. It was read to me in like a Stephen Hawking-esque voice because he just had to like type it out half paralyzed. On I thought his... you were going to say he just sent you a bunch of mag- magazine clippings that he glued, you know? Yeah, like a ransom the, note. Like, like a, a ransom note, you know? He, he glued it indeed, yeah, yeah well, with, with carpenter's glue. Yeah. It's right on theme. Uh well, how about this one? Why don't you try gluing an apple to your ass? Because this next mm. one, well, we're almost going to get there. We're pretty close in the apple of my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Title of the year right there. The apple of my ass. It's so obvious, yet you can't really, you can't put that one into the editing room and fix it or make it better or worse, really. Just leave it alone. It's perfect. When we were talking, Jay, about about yeah. which episode or which which of these uh, stunts to rate, I meant I said "apple of my ass" twice, two or three times, like in the green room green room before we hit record, and you laughed out loud all, every time. Our listeners should know that you're not just putting this on; you actually really do love the the, uh, that that uh, that name. It's the best title, and uh, I think on uh, dare I say it, dare I upset half of the pop- population. Mm. I say yeah, Chris does it. it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, that's Chris it's that kind advice. of podcast, yeah. though, right? This is kind of what we do. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> on International Women's Day, go out <laughs> and find the apple of your ass. Is all I'm saying. Because she's go. out there waiting gonna, for you, buddy. I don't think that's going to piss off anyone. And, and no. did, we are, we should say, recording on March 8th, which is International Women's Day. And, and Chris, the worst take part the about international day, whatever the fuck you're about to say. What? Well, the worst part <laughs> about worry, it is it gets been, worse, I, I, folks. When, what time does it end? I've been hungry all fucking day. <laughs> see, I told you. Yeah, did you did you see that on an Instagram post? I 100% it? I did. Man, do you think yeah. I'm smart enough to come up with this shit on my own? I just recycle. If you're going to steal right. jokes, hey, that's good for the environment, though. That's true. He's doing his part. Mikey. You, you could be the apple of my ass for this next segment. Um, it's a love, love story to. between a small man and a large man. Do you want to be the large <laughs> man or the small man is what I want to know. Uh, well, we already we... established that you have your, uh, 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 as Chris said, your twink body. So creamy <laughs> I'll on be the, the large man in this one. Fluffy and brown on the outside. <laughs> Listen, so the apple goes into Preston's ass cheeks. Like he's bent over on all fours. And like the sight of it is enough to make Steve-O start gagging. Like it's just something about this man's ass that you can't, your, your brain can't comprehend it. It's like trying to understand the concept of God. You can't. So yeah. you just gag reflexively when you see it. I think. Uh, apart from apart from Preston Lacey's wife, I'm I'm assuming he's married. I don't know that he is, uh, but if he is, do you think there's another human being on the planet who, in terms of the five senses, knows more about Preston Lacey than Steve-O does? <laughs> he's huffed his farts in a helmet. He's drank his sweat. He's eaten apples that have been in his ass. He's he's basically <laughs> he's been all around this guy's all the sights, smells, all that shit. He he can describe him to to anyone regardless of whether or not they're missing any of their senses. So, okay, they sold this one though, Mikey, as a story between a large man and a small man, but really yes. I guess we could say the small man is actually a pig named Bob, and this yes. pig is going to eat this man's ass. Does this fall into the bestiality category? Should have this movie gotten a worse rating than it gotten for this alone? I don't know. We're crossing boundaries let's just do it just go with it it's fine uh, i think it depends whether or not they did this take right after the sweatsuit take that's the first thing i was thinking i was like did you did you guys do this pre or post sweatsuit sweating this because if you went right from that to something else that's very mean to the animal if yeah. not i mean the animal gets an apple he gets a little tickle it's a win-win situation yeah get a good tickle yeah but he does uh, get a good tickle <laughs> I love how the apple falls out and Steve-O's like right there. Like he doesn't want to be anywhere near the ass, but man, when it comes to duty, he's just, he's, he's there to support the team. He grabs that apple, apple and just shoves it right back in there. Um, well, not before taking a bite. He says it's not going to fit. And he takes a bite of out of the apple that was already in his ass and then shoves it back in there. It's like the thing about Steve-O and you know, he, I've already said he kind of has his moments in Jackass 3D where it feels like he's just kind of detached. And, and we talked about why that is. It's his first time on set of Jackass uh, in his sobriety. But he's he, this is one of those moments where he just seems to be like into it. 
And as much as he's clearly gagging at the sight of Preston Lacey on all fours about to get his ass eaten by a pig, he's so game to just take a bite out of that apple and like double down on his disgust. It's like good on him, you know, mm-hmm. where, where, where most people are afraid to do things. He's just kind of like running into danger as opposed to running out, just like the firefighters in 9-11, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just like... Just oh, all right. You're pulling a bit of a Vince McMahon there, or a Stephanie McMahon <laughs> when he, when she came out and tried to tried to uh, compare Vince McMahon getting put on trial for the steroid scandal against uh, the terrorists attacking 9/11. But anyway, that's besides the point. Well, she was right. She had a point. Mm-hmm. She yeah. had a point. Finally, me and Mikey saw you agree on. <laughs> Never forget about the steroid scandal. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, so. He runs away because he gets a little spooked like Preston does and he gets up on all fours, but the apple miraculously stays in his ass yeah. and he runs yep. away offset with the apple still in his ass, which is, it's perfect. It's the perfect button on the sketch. I love, I love the way he looked when he ran away. It was just so, it, it just was it, it, like the shameful run was something so interesting, but it also like in juxtaposition. With Pontius when he runs away, it just wasn't as graceful. Oh. You know, like Pontius so, like does that run and it's like mm-hmm. silly. This was just like pure run of shame. He's like, yeah, yeah. I got to get out of here. I got to hide. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, was, I don't blame him. There was a moment in this where it went from being something funny the boys are doing to a little bit shameful. And I think it all clicked with everyone at the at the same moment. Like there's a moment when Preston Lacey is just on all fours and he just keeps yelling Bob. He's like, Bob, Bob, Bob. And oh, Bob's Bob. eating yeah. his ass. Yeah. And everyone on set just gets quiet. Like, it's not funny anymore. It's it one-to-one is like the scene from season one, episode one of Black Mirror, where the politician has to fuck a pig. It had, have you have you guys not seen that? Yeah, I know what you're yeah. it had about. It had that vibe because it's just that weird, the buildup to it, and then just the kind of, the reality of what they're doing setting into everyone and they're like fuck i don't i don't know about this anymore man they all just have that regret and it was it was a little awkward for everyone yeah yeah and mikey you asked before we started are we gonna bother rating this one because we didn't know if it was in you know interstitial territory or if this 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 counts as a sketch but all i could say is i'm glad we're, we're rating it because the more i think about it uh, the more there is to tear down here and talk about. So okay. I'm going to jump in and start with this. First sure. of all, you get bonus points no matter what the rating is for the fucking title alone. Couldn't we all know more. that. <laughs> I think that's going around the table here. But I do want to unpack that. The thing I loved about this is that it starts out and you're kind of not really sure if it's going to be a winner because it seems pretty simple. It's like, oh, okay, the pig's going to eat his eat the apple out of his ass, whatever. This is going to be like one of those wild boy stunts where you expect a lot and then it's kind of like yeah. the animal didn't really play along. But when you mentioned Preston, you know, uh, <laughs> daddy was asking, you know, for Preston to say his name and he, he obliged and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that alone was creepy, but I was laughing hysterically at it because oh, yeah? okay. it's, it is uncomfortable, but there's just something to the whole, like it makes you stop and go, holy shit. I'm watching like a film production here. This was released in theaters. <laughs> What I'm watching right now was seen globally in theaters across the world. Someone had to sit in a boardroom and discuss the idea of Preston shoving an apple up his ass. This is like, there are budget approvals for things like this. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost one of those old-timey porno theaters at this point. Um, (laughs) And I think, like, just overall, Preston running away with the apple in his ass, like, if it would have fallen out, it wouldn't have been as amazing as it was. There's just so many little things that happen here that shouldn't have happened. Steve-O taking a bite. Yeah. It's just good all around. Not my favorite thing ever, but I, it's getting more than I think it deserves. I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10, <laughs> believe it or not. Wow. Apple of my ass, 8 out of 10. You heard it wow. here. Wow. Chris, what about you? Um, I agreed with a lot of what Jay said. Definitely the title. The name is one of my favorite names of any jackass mm-hmm. sketch. I don't know. It's just fun to say. I definitely like that a lot. Um, the, the weirdness of the pig and the human interaction didn't bother me as much as it probably should part like partly because I, I'd believe it. You're sick, Mikey. You're just sick. You're into like devil worshiping stuff. But anyways, let me, I digress. I was a little out of left field, but all right, <laughs> continue. Uh, <laughs> because I just, because when you look at it quickly, the way that Preston's sitting there, he almost looks like, like legitimately just like a bigger pig. 
<laughs> Which does. I'm surprised yeah, not yeah, as mentioned yeah, yeah. yet because it's like the same skin color almost. Like it's the same like tinge. He's a little muddy. If you just like kind of, I have bad eyes. So when you kind of glance, you just could see it being another pig. Um, so that didn't bother me as much as I thought, I think, in general. But I, it wasn't like the greatest thing. So I'm going with the six out of 10. Six out oh, of 10. Boy. Nice. I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that point you made, Chris, about like, at, there's a certain point where you can't tell where Preston ends and the pig begins. <laughs> and that, that got me thinking like, what about this for a name? Um, human centipig. It's a pretty good name. Pretty good name. It's not just bad. not as fun to say that, you know, you don't mess with a perfect creation. That's true. That's true. But that was actually, um, when you started that, I was going to get mad at you for even attempting. So, but that was actually pretty <laughs> damn good. <laughs> um, honestly, this one, I, I, I legitimately did find awkward. Uh, I, I, there were, it had its moments. It, like, thank God Steve-O was there on set. Thank God Johnny called for the apple uh, from offset and it hit Wee Man in the dick. That was really funny as well. <laughs> but it's like all the funny things about this one existed around the main draw, which was Preston getting his ass eaten out by a pig. That itself kind of put a damper on it. So because of that, I think it hit the mark with what, or missed the mark with what it was trying to do. I'm going to give this one a four out of ten. Ooh, divided we are. But hey, that's how this shit goes. I'm looking at my score now. I'm also like I'm almost second guessing going that I went too high because I'm like looking back and I see the jet engine was only seven out of ten. Gee, y- but, your I your ratings are fucking yeah. all over the place. <laughs> you know what? I came in hot. I got a little excited, but I'm not gonna walk it back. I said it. I'm sticking no. with it. I'm sticking well, to that. You, it's fine. Like you said, Jay, it's not your favorite. It's not a corn sledding. It's, it's not, not and sledding. it will never be. But it was pretty good. I don't know. Got nothing more to say about it. You know what I got a lot to say about, though? Porta potties. Let's talk about them. You see, Dave England, he thinks he's safe here. He really does. He believes it to his core. And look, when you're walking to the porta potty and there's a there's a sweet lady coming in on the one next to you, you got to give her a little wink, little nod. And he does, a little gentleman's <laughs> nod there. I think this threw him off, you know? Maybe they planted her to, like, you know, ease the suspicion. Um, I think it was to make sure he got into the right porta potty. Okay. You can see her kind of walk in front of the other door and just be like, oh, and then she's going to like pretend to go into the other one. And so he goes into the the one straight ahead. Right. Man, the like the strategy at play here. I never would have. That didn't even occur to me. But holy shit, though, guys, I love that we get a porta potty explosion here with a camera on the inside this time. That was great. That made this so much better. It goes up his nose into his brain, which would explain a lot. Maybe that's when he started to develop his uh, his uh, uh, PTSD. Dave, I, th- I think it was like particularly bad because he's the first person that wasn't like sitting on the can or didn't have something to muffle it with their ass. You know what I mean? Like it just <laughs> shot up. Like when he s- snots it out of his nose, you're like, that really oh. can't be fucking good for you. It oh, can't no. be good. No way. I think Dunn got it on half his body, but they exploded it like right when he got in there maybe it's because they didn't have a camera to monitor it which is weird because does that mean they were monitoring the cameras when other people were going to the bathroom as well i don't know who knows but um so dunn didn't sit down on it i actually think it would have been worse if so if you pull your pants down and sit down on it the pressure that that thing goes with is going to shoot up your, it's going to give you an enema that and you're going to okay. get so fucking sick if it does that um but the 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 i think the I love, look, I love a good prank and I love the pranks on the jackass sets. The one line I think they crossed is having the camera inside, not because there's a camera inside a bathroom necessarily. It's because it caught Dave in the most intimate Uh. moment in his life. He gets in and immediately looks in the mirror and checks his hairline and kind of looks at himself like, like he's telling, he, he, he's acknowledging, he's like, I'm not the person I, you know, like he has that look of like self-consciousness looking in the mirror, like I'm aging. I'm like, he, there's a moment there. And I'm like, I, we were not supposed to see that. We were not supposed to be brought into that very self-reflective moment. And then he just gets blue shit shot up his nose. It was like, just, I felt gross being like a voyeur in that scenario. No, no one in the history. I, I, I honestly don't think it's just because there's not cameras in every porta potty. I legit think he's the only person in the history that's ever checked their hair and did like a tried to like spoof up their hair in a fucking porty potty of all places. You want to get in and out as fucking fast as possible. (laughs) You ain't fucking sitting there trying to spend any more seconds than you need to. Hey man, yeah. whoever whoever's in charge uh, drawing up the blueprints for that idea, he Ooh, was blueprints. he was excited. If he was watching, he's like, nice. "Somebody used it. Somebody used the mirror. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a good idea." But yeah, you're right. It is an intimate moment that we interrupt 
But I, in my opinion, I think that makes it better. Yeah, it's a little unfair. I'll, I'll agree, but he did not see that coming. And I don't know. I think that's that's enough said right there. Yeah, it's, that was a fun one, though. It's a fun one. And when he comes out and he's like half blue and it's in his nose and on his face and he's just classic Dave. Like he just doesn't, he's like piecing it together in his brain and you can just see he's shell shocked. And uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good stunt, but I'm, I'm with you guys. I'd never want that shit anywhere near the inside of any of my cavities. Yes. Um, but hey, we must move on to the next sketch of the day, which is, oh, fantastic here. Duck hunting. Yeah, kids, get out your fucking zappers. Let's do this shit. Um, I love the setup. You know, they got the giant balloon. Was they that, got a, was that a, a, a Nintendo reference, Jay? It may have been. I like that. That was it good. May have been. Get out your zappers. Yeah, the Nintendo, the orange Nintendo zapper that we all had. Yeah. Did you know if you plug in a controller into the second port, you can ruin your relationship with your brother for the rest of your life? Of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did know that. And here we and- are today. If you if you similarly plug a controller into the second port of a PlayStation, you can beat Psycho Mantis in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh, that was one of the coolest. Wasn't it the memory the memory card, not the controller? No, no. It, Psycho Mantis would read your memory card, and if you had played any Konami video games or had the save games on the on the memory card file, then he would tell. He'd be like, "Oh, I see you like Castlevania," and you're like, "What the fuck?" Psycho Mantis knows everything. That creeped me and- out. The when that was happening. That was pretty cool, though. And if you plug a controller into Mikey's butthole, he'll show you his solid snake, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well said. Well solid said. snake there. Huh? Better than a liquid snake. <laughs> That's what that comes works. out when you pull the Oof. controller out. Ah, all right. Yeah, okay, we got to get to the duck hunting. I love the setup here, as I was saying. They're at the lake, got the guys in the, in the canoe, you know, a couple beers, a couple oranges, cooler full of... What is that? A King of the Hill episode? Cooler full of peaches? That's from something. Fishing <laughs> on the fishing boat. I'm getting off track. It doesn't matter. I like the get up though. They're all wearing like the fishing vests and shit. You know, they got the attire, but they've got paintball guns. And then you got this big uh-huh. balloon like floating in the fucking lake and a dude sitting on the end of it in a duck suit. And then as soon as you piece it together, you see the crane, you see the balloon. You're like, oh shit, I know what's going to happen. Have you never been and- on a blob before, Jay? Yeah, they call it the blob. They call it the blob? Yeah. 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 It's a real thing. Nah, you guys I've been, ever I've done it before. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. launched people, been launched. It's pretty cool. It f- out of the camp, we yeah, went to shout out Muskoka Woods. Does it fucking yeah, hurt when you land like that, though? Like, I never got like nearly that high because they were like little kids, so they weren't like sending counselors down. They were like true, but yeah, it was pretty pretty sick. <laughs> man. You you get you get a ton of air. Yeah, it's 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 fun. So the the whole premise of this one is amazing, and looks yeah. like it would be fun to be a part of. Whether you're jumping, whether you're being tossed from the blob or whether you're shooting like this one just looks like so much fucking fun Mm -hmm. to be a part of especially if you're rotating it and you get to be part of it at all points of it i like i want to i want to be the duck i want to be the shooter i want to be the jumper this one was amazing yeah this is the definition of a, a big production idea that was visually worked out um like the actual like technicalities of it worked out. It was just like it hit on every different angle, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like such a grand idea. A lot of the times they make these huge productions and they rent this and they have these people here and they're wearing weird costumes. Like every single like aesthetic about this entire thing just it just hit the it hit the mark perfectly. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh, and I gotta say, like Ryan Dunn takes the cake on this one. Oh, uh, my God, Ryan Dunn Ryan Dunn ragdoll physics is his way right into my heart <laughs> on this one. Arms straight out, legs straight out, just doing front flips for like a couple seconds. <laughs> it looks like they launched a mannequin. Like yeah, it does. him as a duck. What do they call him? Buck Rogers or whatever his name is, like traveling through time. Like they have that animation of him. Someone on set makes that reference. That's not that's not my joke, but yeah. that's literally what he is. He's just splayed out, spinning through time. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but there were, there was one moment and I'm surprised no one called this out, not you guys, but people on the set, the first jump that happens, it's Steve-O and Andy Bell. They're, they're jumping onto the blob, uh, uh, to launch whoever was it, was it done getting launched every time? No, no, it's different people. No. Okay. So the first, the first time I can't remember who it was, but they jump and Andy Bell is two feet away from not landing on the blob. He goes like, like almost right beside it like he just would have splat right on the ground and they just like move on that's just a day in the life of being on set of jackass like nearly losing your life but they got the shot so it's not a big deal 
Yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, they yeah. just said jump a little bit to the left. It's not rocket yeah. science. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a massive target you could have hit and you missed it. That's on you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Good sketch, though. Well put together. Good idea. Had lots of fun with it. Who wants to rate it first? I'll go. I'll, oh, okay, like, yeah, you know, you never go first. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll I'd, lo- I'd love to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love what to go first. Thank you so much, Chris, for, for allowing me this time. I, to I got a stern first. talking to you from Mikey last night. We went out. We went out. We went to go okay. see a great concert. <laughs> Donnie Benet, classiest okay. dude in the game. He is. Yeah. The only problem about being at his concert is he's a little too sexy. Like, yeah, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I was just sitting there and all just staring at him. I'm like, man, this guy is like what I want to be. Um, he could have had his pick of anyone in, in that, including in that, me, uh, like including, including like guys, Chris, women. He like, he's like he just geez. he breaches the sexual boundaries. He's he's a beast. Look up Donny Benet. Look up Donny Benet. D O N N Y B E N E T. Search search his videos about. on YouTube. You know, like Santorini yeah. or uh, uh, Working Out. There's a there's a lot yeah. of great songs. But anyways, I'm, I'm I digress. Little, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit more of a fan of his brother, uh, Ronnie Benet. <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> See, more, I like his. I, more my style. They, I love. I like bidets. his daughter, uh, Don Benet Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I like his fight promoter, Don King Benet. <laughs> uh, we just keep going all day. I like it. Uh, I'm glad I got uh, one. In. I can never. I'm never fast enough to get one in. And even though it was good. bad, I'm glad I at least partook. No, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. Um, um, no, I'll go first though. I, 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 uh, or no, you were telling a story, Chris, you said you had a stern talking to, that's why you were talking. Yeah. About well, Donnie. in the middle of the concert, Mikey was just like, Hey, you know what? You got to tone it down, Chris. And I was like, <laughs> after the last episode, I actually kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Cause we joked in the last episode about having to edit out things that you were saying. And we're like, well, we're clearly, that's not going to be a common thing. We did that once. Uh-uh. And I did have to edit out another thing in the last, in last week's episode. I, um, but I kept, one thing. Just one, I kept Jay's full, I kept Jay's full uh, wrestling promotion. I requested night. if you felt, you know, in the mood to not include that, but it's, I'm glad you did. Cause I got a call from, uh, from triple H and, uh, he, he, <laughs> he thinks he's, he sees something here. So we're, we're workshopping it. I'm going to fly down to, uh, Connecticut and we're going to, you know, have a chat by the pool. See what happens, you know? Oh man. Nice. All the best to you. I hope it works you're gonna, out. You're gonna, yeah, me too. Now, now we're crossbreeding the, the twink body and the steroid scandal. It's going to yeah. be interesting. <laughs> I think. I think you like the part where I talked about the balls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that was that was that was yeah. mainly. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that, that was that was the biggest uh, the biggest part most people took to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go. I'll go uh, for my review on this one. It just felt like you know to Chris's point. Sometimes on a movie you have a big budget, so you put together a production. And sure, this isn't building a ramp. You know, it's not like a massive production. But they did have to bring the crane out there. They got the blob, which may have already existed on this summer camp. It looks like it's almost like a camp or something. But they went for it. They all got up in costume, and I really think it worked. You know, paintballs are always fun. Ryan Dunn just steals the show as a lifeless flipping bird in the air. I'm giving this one. I'm giving this one an eight out of ten. Actually, I was I was considering maybe a seven and a half because I know I've been going. I've all of my things have been trending. No, you know, yeah, no, I'm gonna go with an eight. I'm gonna go with an eight on this one. Nice, Chris. What about you? You were you you were pretty eager. Yeah, I mean. I, like I said earlier, like, you know, it's going to be a good score. I thought this is, I love when they draw it up and it works out perfectly. I love yep. hunting. I love swimming. I love blobs. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were all out on cankles. That's not a blob, Mikey. Stop disrespecting <laughs> the audience. Okay. okay, you're, you're, okay. you're just, you're hurting people right now. You're uh-huh. hurting people's feelings. Yeah. That's my, that's my role. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this is this is a solid nine out of ten for me. I didn't, I don't need nice. to see like crazy pain. Wow. I don't need to see this or that. I just, it was fun from beginning to end, and you got to see a, to see someone get launched off that like Dunn did and just fly in that crazy way. That yeah. that alone takes a cake for me. But everybody else had good things. There was some fear, some danger, some funny moments. That's a nine out of yep. ten in my books. Nice, I like that. Yeah, it's great when you can see the the human body do these amazing things that uh, you don't get to see every day. You can't reproduce this in your backyard, you know. So uh, I'm with you guys. I'm going to stick with an 8 out of 10 on this one. Pretty high. Plus, I feel like if I go any lower, then I'm just giving too much credit to the apple of my ass, which is still <laughs> great title. Still just want to... Still just want to let myself go even saying it now. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at with this one. Um, nice. 
All right, guys, we get a return of something we haven't seen since. I think the last time we would have seen it here on the podcast would have been CKY, if I'm mm. right. This is the Fat Fox suit coming back for an appearance in Jackass 3. What do you think of this? We got a shopping cart going down a snowy hill. And uh, remind me, is this, uh, I didn't write down who it was. It's either Brandon or it's like Dave or. It's Danger Dave Aaron's Aaron. in the it's shopping Aaron. cart. Okay, it's Aaron. This- so I'm way off. Yeah, this one's tough. Like he's he's going down on the shopping cart and uh, and he gets launched at the beginning of the jump. His whole idea is he's supposed to to jump over like, you know, a, a frozen puddle of water, essentially, and, and hit the other side. But this is infamously one of two times Danger Aaron broke his neck. Yeah, it kind of sounded in, like that at the end. Yeah, that's what it sounded yeah. like. And Chris is about to sneeze. There we go. <laughs> this is this is podcasting at its finest. Um, this is one of two times that danger Aaron broke his neck on the set of Jackass 3d. Uh, and it kind of sucks watching this knowing that because you can just like the, the, when you're watching someone take a hit when they're in a suit like this, like a, like a fat suit, you think that all the hits aren't going to hurt very much, but knowing that the way that he lands contributed to a broken neck just makes this makes me a bit squeamish on this one. I don't know if you guys felt the same. Well, it's, it's, I think I've had like two different feelings. One is like. It's funny how sometimes the most innocuous seeming things end up being yeah. where those little mistakes happen. It's like people don't take it just a little less seriously. They're not doing the same type of calculations because you're protected by the fat suit. You're in water. Yeah. Like it was like you're basically yep. a water pit. You see the shit on TV all the time. So you're like, what's really going to go wrong? Um, then the other side of the coin is selfishly. I kind of like very selfishly like when something like this, I don't want him to break his neck, obviously, but. It, I'm so curious where you're going. No, it right just now. it 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 makes every other thing that they do it like re re heightens that like fear factor when you're watching them do this because you don't want them to get hurt. But you're like, if something that seems so like generic, yeah, could have true, one of the more true. serious injuries anyone's gotten on this thing. Every other that it just ramps up every other every other sketch in my opinion in a no, certain that's, way that's a good point that that is a good point it reminds you uh uh that that they're human and things they can happen and go wrong yes. yeah yeah oh yeah totally i mean like uh he does clear the gap though while eating a donut i just want to you know point that out <laughs> there was a little bit of a success story there i mean uh, a little bit he, he might have been the first man to do that. yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, and I'll tell you another first for uh, one, another small step for man in this next one. This is Uh-oh. really bad, Grandpa, with uh, Knoxville. What, Chris? You, you're laughing at something? Is no, something just, funny? No, 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 I'm really bad, Grandpa. I like that. I like that line. We've just, got uh, we got Knoxville. Uh, he's back as the dirty old man. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, hey, on one hand, on one hand totally wrong what he's about to do here i mean come on just despicable deplorable behavior that should not be replicated or even shown on television screens even in this time period given even given the context of the film i just think it's way out of line but on the other hand because i mean we've got to look at both sides on the other hand she's hot she is Dude, yeah, and it's, you know, it's a step of progress in, uh, you know, for uh, all you, uh, who's the ones in the States that marry their cousins? Uh, um, people from the States. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Progress. It's kind of like keeping it in the family, you know. I mean, he the royal family did the exact same shit, let's be honest, right? <laughs> that's true. That's well, gotta, true yeah, too. I mean, that's just nepotism, though. I mean, got to get those good spots, you know, best seat in the house. Got to fuck somebody. Might as well be your, you know. Uh, no no yeah, no we yeah, don't continue, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that shit's fucked up and uh it gives someone else a turn like what come on all right so i'm just gonna go give a quick, quick little synopsis because i want to p- go through the mind of chris when i'm watching wait wait chris yes chris you just made me think of something yeah w- would you fuck the queen if it meant you could be royalty 100 percent. would you uh is this you pre- royal I, would, I would motor both those fucking english muffins in a fucking heartbeat <laughs> You always got the best titty uh, one-liners. That was, that was a good one. And it fits. It's contextual, too. Right? So, I mean, like, yeah. Sorry, I, I cut yeah, you off. Then I would fucking yeah. butter up. I'd fucking spray my butter on those crumpets. But um, oh, anyways. Man. All, the great British, British Bake Off has never sounded so good. <laughs> um, so, basically, we, we have the bad grandpa, and he's sitting there in public with who, at the time, you don't know who this girl is. 
and he's making out with her aggressively in front of this random dude that's sitting there, which is a sight to see to begin with. And as things are going on, he looks over to the guy, and the guy goes, it's a black guy, and he, and, and he goes, excuse me, old boy, can you take our picture? <laughs> which was the greatest line I've seen in a while, just such old man ignorance in its finest. Then they start making out, and he says, he, he reveals that it's his granddaughter. It's not actually his granddaughter. People don't get worried or stuff, but the, the innocent bystander thinks it's his granddaughter. Chaos ensues. His wife, like the the grandmother comes around and ends up, you know, having an issue with them and this and that. But when I'm watching this, I always said this in so many times that I like to envision, especially the prank ones, how I would be reacting if mm. I was the person being pranked. And I find that's why I find them all so funny. So I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to put myself in the shoes. And I'm like, if you're that guy sitting there, you're seeing this old man like making out this pretty hot chick. I'd be like, fucking way to go, bud. And then all of a sudden, he he makes an ignorant comment to you. So now you're kind of getting offside. And then he completely sweeps the rug and says his slips in that it's his granddaughter. You would go through like the entire spectrum of like, I love this guy to this guy's absolute scumbag so fast. (laughs) It's just like bing, bong, boom. And then now you're sitting there and I just this guy was a perfect guy for this bit. He he held strong. This guy was basically the man of the year. Like he did not compromise. I, I it's good to know there's still some people out there like this that are not willing to put up with that bullshit salt of the earth dude you're so right like like a lot of the times the prank depends on the audience that is being pranked and in this case they got the perfect person for it i wonder how many times they ran through this stunt because i guarantee you it wasn't just one time and I'd, i'd love to know uh what sorts of other reactions they got this guy just seemed great even though he was just sitting in public making voice notes on on like some (laughs) tape recorder like what the fuck are you doing in public that's like this is pre smartphone days and pre probably like bluetooth headset days you're not supposed to speak to technology in public now so him doing that back in 2010 is like what the fuck are you doing dude yeah i want to listen to that back to that tape now that's all i want i just want to know (laughs) what's on that tape the moment he encounters you know what was he talking about seconds before this happened that's a great question this guy had like had like a businessman starter pack version 1.0 he had like the businessman sunglasses the businessman goatee if it was a few years later he would have had that bluetooth for sure he would have had the bluetooth 100 percent. he had the like shoulder strap laptop bag with just like a bunch of folders in it you know it would be funny if he was like the number one guy in like the like he was like actually like into like incestual porn and all he was doing was like doing a motivational tape being like listening to some guy like you will not (laughs) concede anymore you were a stronger person than this and he gets tested with the biggest test and fights through it wow yeah then good on him yeah. and good on then him good okay. <laughs> uh, man um, you got to give her some credit though i mean she really took one for the team here for america and for lemon parties she got all to across make out the world. for she she got to make out with johnny Knoxville. yeah sure lemon party or no yeah Hey, uh, here's what we'll say. Like she, she was such a score that all those lemon party guys, they they all immediately when they saw that, they went from half chubby to zero in a matter of seconds. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it is, was. Uh, is is that because they're not attracted to her? He did all right. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, okay. But yeah, I I feel like I need to watch Lemon Party for research because you bring it up. Yeah, I keep bringing it up, hoping one day you'll (laughs) you'll watch it, and then then I win basically once that happens. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you guys are right though. Like if you saw this in public, I'm kind of taking Chris's stance now of like, what would I be thinking if I saw that? Because I think my immediate thing is not way to go, buddy. Sorry, Chris, but it's probably something's wrong here. Something's terribly, terribly wrong here. Uh, I don't know what yet, but but it's a hot boy um, summer. You know, you guys, we got to shout out for the boys. You know, yeah, it could be a hot boy summer. It's just like a, a fling. You know, she's not, she's not really into it. You know. They'll never talk she again after this. But hey, pretty into it. In that, this is uh, before yeah. the social media days too, so you could get away with a thing like this, and nobody would know. It wouldn't be all over the fucking place. That's true right? too. That's true too. Granddaughter. Apparently, they had a lot of trouble filming, uh, filming with Johnny Knoxville dressed up as Irving Zisman because he kept getting recognized. Like this was 2010. Oh, yeah. This is 10 years after Jackass first came out. Mm. So at this point, it was like it's like Eric Andre having trouble. doing stunts now like he's such a recognizable face now that sometimes it works but sometimes it's just impossible to to get anything and especially with prank shows it's the it's the problem that they all have you know it's like you almost want to like bank on on getting famous before you get famous and film just an entire archive of things because you start finding these like 
Impractical Jokers was the funniest show, maybe one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. They're, they still have a new season coming out, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, there's no way in the world there's they're no an entire way. room and nobody knows who these yeah. people are. Like, everything just seems so fake. Even the ones that maybe slipped through the radar, you can't even believe it anymore. And that sucks because it's a great concept, but it only lasts so long, my friends. Yeah. Yep. They got to go overseas or something like that. You think they could tell something's off, though? I had that question. Like, if you get approached, and even if you didn't know it was Knoxville, just by the makeup alone, do you think yes. this guy's going, A hundred percent. It baffles me that Johnny, as Irving Zisman, can have a conversation face-to-face with anyone and not, and them not think that they're being pranked. But again, maybe 2010, the sentimentality is a bit different. Not everyone is fully aware of this, like, prank show culture. Um, but now, I just don't think you could get away with that. You're right, Mikey? Yeah, I burped a little bit. Disgusting. Mm. Ah, it smells like Preston Lacey's ass. Mm. Did you? How was the apple? Was that a <laughs> Granny Smith. I chewed it to the core, and I'm not Ooh. talking about the Granny Smith baby. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. it's getting hot in here. Uh, listen, <laughs> hey guys, this next sketch. All I gotta say about this shit is. Oh no. Sorry, I was eating ass earlier too. Uh another Rocky. He's happened so fast. Like Rocky in his first fight with Ice T or Ice T with Mr. Ice T. Oh, now, yeah, okay, sure, Mikey, Ice T, yeah, right. That's yeah. not as bad as, <laughs> as, as, as your I'm not created. saying anything. I'm not saying anything, Ice T, it's fine, it's fine. I like a good glass of the uh, the Ice T, the OJ, whatever you got, it's all good for me. Uh, Wait, where do you guys rate this one? Because he gets he gets uh, Rick Cossack in the Rocky, this one obviously throws water on one side of the face, punches him on the other side. Uh, where do you rate this one relative to the others? This is the worst one, I thought. Are we rating this one? Not not rating like out of ten, but just like compared to the oh, others. This, this is the, the, this the, is the softest game. one yet, if you ask me. Yeah, it, it happens so fast too. Like I said, though, it's just that same thing that always amazes me: the water hits the face and no reaction. They're just kind of frozen in time, and then they get punched. And it's like, I don't know, why is that so amazing? Cool to me? idea. Why is physics I don't know. blowing my mind right now? This shouldn't be. I don't. Th- I just don't think you have time to react. Like the Who, amount of time the between water. The guy getting punched. The guy, the amount between water on the face and then punched in the other side of the face. I don't think you have time to react to the water before you're already getting punched. You know. Okay. So I'm not slow. Did you know, by the way? No, no. Did you know, by the way, that uh, that uh, Preston Lacey, when he did this, when when they got him, actually got a concussion from that? No way, really. He had three concussions on set in the same day. One of them was was the field goal kick to the face. The other one was the was the uh, was the Rocky, and I I can't remember the third one, but yeah. Hmm. All right. Where'd you find that out? The Discord server. No, just doing some research. You know, like a like a like a good host. Ram Jam. Ram Jam time. You guys ready for Randy the Ram Jam? Or Ryan the Ram Jam? I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, another one. Fucking Chris. You just can't help but drop shit all the time. That's fine. We'll leave it in. I don't care anymore. (laughs) You broke (laughs) me. You broke Mikey. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So I win. (laughs) Now all Mike has to do is watch that lemon thing you're talking about, and he's just defeated. He just defeated him. It only took 100 and something episodes purposely sabotaging him. That's that is the strategy, folks. That is how you do it. You want to break someone down, anyone, anybody you got to break down, your spouse, your little brother, uh, Mm -hmm. whoever it might be, your college professor. Maybe you want to your podcast co-host podcast co-host. That's how you break them down. You just it's it's just rubbing them down like it's like polishing a rock. You know, they say how you could chip away at a mountain with a with a chisel. It's kind of like that. You know, you just got to be patient. You'll get there eventually. Just don't give up. Yeah, I like that analogy. Cause oh, it's like when welcome. you go to like in Europe and you're in those like religious places, like, like there's like certain things like, Oh, you touch the foot of this statue. Okay. Like oh, it like oh, literally see, dwindles right. down to this like smooth, like perfectly circular thing just by like decades of just one person, like just petting it with their hand. And it's like a po- polished stone. It's pretty cool. So yes, yeah. we've done that to Mikey. Now we so just got to do it to his mustache. My stone. So there's a statue of Mikey in a monastery somewhere is what you're saying. Trying to say. With with a very smooth foot that people pet every time they come by because it's always their foot for some reason. I like it. 
I, I just want to know what pose you're in. That's what I want to know. Think about that. Um, it's 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 head in hands because I've been dealing with Chris <laughs> this whole time. It's like the thinker, but ex- instead of my fist on my chin, it's just both of my hands splayed over my face. Perfect. That's a gra- That should be the new podcast thumbnail. All right. Uh, the Ram Jam. So this is Ryan Dunn in a marching band outfit. Guys, I see these mm. boys know a thing or two about budgeting and recycling costumes, yes. if you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like this is the same fucking costume from Jackass Forever. They just pulled it out of the old mom's attic, dusted it off, and shit, it's ready to go. Not mom's attic. They probably just grabbed it from Pontius's the trunk of his oh, truck. Yeah. Remember he just, <laughs> on the Cribs episode, he just has all of his costumes in his car, and he lives yeah, in the costume yeah. department. Uh, so he's got a tuba, but he really doesn't get much tubaing in here without getting fucked up by this ram that they've let loose on him. And it, it is this thing is relentless too. Like it does not quit. It, <laughs> It, it fucking hates dude, Ryan Dunn. It hits with enough force to like just knock him clean over again and again. And for something that's like the only like only the height of his knees, it's pretty impressive, you know? Like and that's the good. worst place it's in my not- mind for something to hit. Like I feel like it yeah. just would buckle your shins, snap your tibia or your fibia, whichever one that is, or bust your knee one backwards. Yeah. yeah, labia. I think is what you. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I loved the energy of this one. Like, I'm not going to lie. This was one of my favorite parts of Jackass 3D. You know, Ryan Dunn getting in there and this this goat or ram, whatever is a ram. ram. Yeah, ram jam, of course. This ram, like fucking, like they say how crows can recognize faces and like hold grudges. This ram fucking hated Ryan Dunn from the second he got in there. Steve-O gets in. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he catches his jeans on the thing. It takes him a while to get in. It's, this would be like a good scene from WWF or something where, like, the guy's getting pinned yeah. down and he can't enter the ring to, like, help his friend. And his friend's just getting the shit kicked out of him or something Dude, like that. Dude, how happy would Steve-O must have been? Because for because, because it, you, like for him it not being Pontius in there with him, who always gets no attention from the animals and they always focus on Steve he's finally sitting around like, man, this is how fucking Chris gets skates through all these wild boy episodes. Oh, oh that's amazing. God. That's a great point. Yeah. Mikey, was that Ram you? Like, is that a reincarnation of you? Because like I don't know anybody that's hated Ryan Dunn as much as that fucking Ram. <laughs> and if you go back to season one only of this podcast. Early, only plugs era plugs era ryan dunn like season one and two of jackass ryan dunn but i gotta be honest like this the duck hunt just all of jackass 3d is like the best ryan dunn is one of my favorite people in this movie uh and and this is him coming full circle so and i always said it back then when i when i shot on him i was like i know he gets to a better place he's just not there yet yeah yeah and that like that I think this whole sketch too is just, it's funny to watch. We're not going to rate it. I don't think, but it's funny to watch just because of like, again, how fucking relentless that Ram is. It's got some heart. And, and, uh, like you guys said, I didn't even think about that whole aspect of like Steve-O getting in there. That's just so funny to me. But, uh, yeah, I, I, when, when, when Steve-O does like Steve-O stays in there and Dunn's finally like, okay, guys, I've had it with this though. And he climbs over the fence and the Ram goes full, like Rorschach from the Watchmen, like, you're not locked or I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me because Steve-O's like laughing at the, and the Ram's just like, oh, you find yeah. this fucking funny. I was taking it easy on you, bitch. And like runs right up to his knees. Yeah, you can't un- underestimate that little fucker. That's uh, <clears throat> He's got some heart. Um, <laughs> I think though, boys, we're probably going to put a pin in it at this point. This movie as like a long series for you guys. And we, we really want to savor it because it is the last big film for the foreseeable future. So we are going to stop it here. But uh, we want to do, of course, as we always do real quick, our MVPs and LVPs. Uh, who's got it first? Who's who's going to jump in on this one? Go for it, Mikey. Sure. I'd love to go for it. Uh, my MVP in, in this one, uh, this segment, it's it's going to be um, it's it's. You know what? I was going to say Ryan Dunn because he has a lot of good entries, but I'm going to give it to Dave England in this one just because after seeing the way he looked in the mirror, I really think he needs it. I think he needs the confidence boost. So he's my MVP for this segment. Jay, what about you? Uh, I'm going to actually go with, uh, believe it or not, Chris Pontius. Oh, sorry, not Chris Pontius. Why did I say Chris Pontius? I, I meant Preston Lacey. Pontius is always oh, nice. a good pick, though. But Preston Lacey because he took the sketch with a beautiful title, the apple of my ass. I don't know if I'm going to get to say that again. So <laughs> one more time. And he made it, he made it sure that it didn't suck. Like it wasn't the best idea. It's not like a, uh, you know, like a golden idea that, you know, is just going to blow up and be great just based yep. off the concept. It could have fell really flat, but he took it and so much funny, like random shit just happened there that 
he had me laughing and uh, it was unexpected and I guess the title lived up to its name. So thank you, Preston, okay. for that. I'll, I'll give you the win on this one, buddy. That's fair. I'm definitely going done. That duck hunting thing, that's nice. that visual. Just like I could have that as a poster, him just upside down spinning yeah. like that. That's that's that wins it for me. Yeah, totally. that and and also just him in the Ram Jam as well was great. LVPs, uh, this one's a little tough. I think it was a pretty good showing, a pretty good segment. So there weren't very many weak points, but I'm actually going to give it to uh, Irving Zisman's wife for getting reverse cucked <laughs> for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> Get your man in line, bitch. I'm sorry. That was really rude. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah, and you're not even talking to a real woman. That's just fucking, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, That's in. Disguise. No, that wasn't Spike. No, it wasn't was Spike Jones. Real. It wasn't Spike Jones. It was actually. Oh, it wasn't a real Spike. Woman. Oh, okay. No. Well, sorry, Madame. You're you're probably not with us anymore. But uh, <laughs> listen, I'll go with my LVP real quick since since uh, I'm already fucking blabbering anyway. Um, I think the clear LVP here is um, where I just had it. Who the fuck would? Oh, 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 yeah, right, right. Okay, so it's the dude. It's the dude on the tape recorder for sure. Because oh, okay, what, LVP. I mean, he was the salt of the earth. No, he's the LVP for this reason. He he has recorded evidence of everything that Knoxville said about it being his granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow there was no lawsuit. That's a good point. That's very Buddy, good point, what are actually. you doing? Nobody carries <laughs> a, really a tape recorder. I, I I my LVPs are um my LVP is um Apple farmers, because the Apple industry definitely took a massive hit after people had to visually see someone eating an apple out of Preston's ass. I, okay. I think it just took years to recover. That's true. Yeah. Big, big downturn there. Big Apple, uh, big apple not the yep. city, but the the conglomerate uh, really, really struggled after that. Yeah. Not the tech industry either. No. Oh, good point. Yeah. 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 Well, listener, you are the apple of my ass, and I hope you'll follow us <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it, at JackassedPod. If you want to communicate with us how you've been, you know, liking this shit so far, we've got at least one or two in the can, I think. So stick around. Jackass3D continues here on Jackass. And for the first time in a long time, I'm not going to drag this out because Chris is a man of the people and he has shit to do. Thank you, So Jay. until you're welcome. Until next time. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed. This has been Jack Apple of my ass past. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!